people, 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 welcome back to another pre-recorded podcast of the Arsenio Buck Show. Bring it to you today. <sighs> oh, guys, oh, guys, oh, guys. Um, I don't even know how to, you know what? So, you know, I just think because I'm an activist for human unity and stuff like that, and me, me wanting to start up an organization to help some of these young children, um, now I'm gonna give you guys an example. Okay. This, if this is the first time you're tuning in, please, please hear me out. And if you're a returning person, this may be just a little bit redundant, but now I've made up my mind that I'm going to start up a nonprofit organization to either get some of these nasty ass. I'm gonna, okay, wait. Okay. Calm down, Arsenio. So here we go. Friday, last Friday, two days ago, three days ago, two days ago. Um, I saw some things. I saw some things. Now, guys, remember, Thailand has its extremes. Um, here in Bangkok, where I'm living right now, you won't see stuff like this. Maybe you would. In the red light districts and stuff like that, you would see these uh, these men over the age of 50, 60, 70, approaching young kids, trying to give them food and trying to solicit them for sex. I've seen it. Everyone else has seen it. But we just we just grow tolerant of it. Now this stems around Napoleon Hills, um, tolerance and intolerance and stuff like that. Um, but you know what? It's sickening. It really destroys me to see this type of stuff. And then Friday came along and I saw back to back instances and I saw a return in person. Um, basically, I went to work right, and I remember I was making copies. I looked outside and there was this guy. He looked completely lost. Um, he was very disoriented. He looked like he was from another planet. Um, does the nationality matter? No. Does the color matter? No. We already know what color they normally are who come here to Thailand, Cambodia, Philippines and stuff to solicit and crimes and people do nothing about it because they've grown tolerant over the fact that maybe these people are really, really good. But here's this guy walking around with big goggles, untucked shirt, shirt down to his knees, baggy pants, everything just sitting there completely lost, looking at things all around him. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to come in here. He's going to ask for a job and my boss is going to give him a job. <laughs> um, Yeah, sad. Um, But the thing is, here it is. I see this girl approach him. Dude, she looked 15, 16. She was so skinny. She was so small. She looked like she wasn't even fully developed. They walk away. He gives her a kiss. Was that her father? Hell no. Don't you? No. Don't even try it. Um, and I point, and it's, 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 it's really disheartening because then I point at my employee, one of my employees who works, you know, at the place. I'm not going to mention her. I'll mention her in the last podcast when I get rid of that place. And I'm like, look at that. Can you seriously just look at that? And you guys praise these guys like they're gods. Look at that. That's called pedophilia. And she just, yeah, like, 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 like two people just literally just walked into, um, um, my job as a matter of fact, you know, I'm not even gonna get into that. I'm just going to leave it right there. I'll get into that when it comes down to the needy greedy. Oh yeah. I'll get into that when it comes down to the needy greedy. But you know what? That's what I saw. It crushes me because no one Thai people have grown tolerant to the fact that I'm just going to say it how I'm th – listen, the people here, I'm not talking about the ones who have never traveled abroad. If you guys are listening to this in any other country, you've never traveled abroad and you respect children and you're not a pedophile or a sex offender or anything like this, this does not apply to you. But the Anglos, especially primarily from Britain, for some reason from England, 
they come here and they solicit in these these sex games with these children, okay? Why aren't there any background checks for people who come into here? Why aren't there any red flags from Interpol when people actually come into this country so they can keep in way, you know, get out all those nasty ass sex offenders and pedophiles? I don't know. I don't know because in America there is. Um, especially if you even transit in England or go back to England, you're going to have a very, very big problem. I've heard of those stories. I'm not even going to get into that, but I've heard of stories of, you know, men who lived here for X amount of time. They transited in England, going back to Canada. This was big news and he was arrested. He was arrested on like 10 counts of child slavery. He had a house out here in a place called Nantaburi, not too far away from where I live. And he had boys, he had boys, four boys, uh, chained, uh, sex slaves. In his home. I mean, you guys could look that up. Canadian sex slave Thailand. Just put it in Google. You can read the story. I don't want. And this is one of my colleagues who actually worked with him back in 2004. And oh my God. Just, just shocking. Just shocking. Anyways, going into the next one, an hour later, um, I go to the toilet, you know. Toilet, they call it toilet in England. I need to say restroom. Okay, I'm, I go to the restroom. I come out. I just look to my right, whatever. I see this guy that I saw back in October. And back in October, remember I told you about the food, you know, me being in that Japanese restaurant with that colleague who was telling me at the same time about the Canadian back in 2004 who had those sex children. Well, I saw that guy at the same time while I was walking out and I said, oh, God, him again. And I looked in and they were with the same girl. That girl has no resemblance. We got a grandpa at the age of 70. another i'm guessing his son at the age of 40 to 45 and he walks around all future park and buys her all these things and this child is about 15 years old and so they buy things she goes up to the grandpa after they buy things she shows them what they bought they stand up they start walking the grandpa caresses her hair and then he goes into the toilet by himself and i needed to hurry up and show one of my students that from Tomasat, which I just mentioned in my previous podcast. And I said, get up, get out, come with me now. And I said, now you can no longer say AJ, only some people. And I told him, look right over there. And he was like, oh my God. And you know what's the most frightening part about it? This girl, she saw me and she saw him. And it's funny because to my left, there were three or four Thai guys that looked very, very poor, and they looked like gangsters that were looking at us, right? And I'm like, please, I'll knock you guys out. Uh, and, but we were looking over there, and the girl saw me, and she was just looking at me, and then she squinted, and then she realized that it was me from the restaurant, and she hurried up and changed the angle from where she was, you know, um, from the, the way she was standing. And the guy, he stood in front of her with his back towards me, so she didn't see me. This is the harsh reality of a community of a country that grows tolerant towards Anglo foreigners that come here to engage in sex acts with children, sex acts with prostitutes, etc., etc. Now, that's a billion-dollar industry. Of course, you know, those people, they will not X that out because that brings in a lot of money to the economy and whatnot. By all means, that's, you know, whatever. Um, but at the same time, because Brazil, of course, is, you know, up there and, you know, Vietnam and Philippines, all these places, right? So, of course, you know, they're, they aren't going to do anything about it, but at least protect your children. Protect the younger generations. They don't deserve this. So, this year, I'm going to be starting up a nonprofit organization. I don't know how I'm going to be able to target some of these foreigners. I don't know how I'm going to be able to persuade the government, but... I'm going to tell them that they need to create a system 
that gives background checks on all foreigners that are coming in here. And maybe Interpol, I could send them an email and say, excuse me, from now on, yes, especially those from your, you know, in your European Union, please put on their passport. If they're trying to apply for a passport or whatever, a red flag, a red notice when they're traveling saying, hey, this is a pedophile because then the immigration offices here in Bangkok could look and say, oh, this is a sex offender. This is a pedophile. Get the hell out. Go back to your country. It's that easy. What? Why is that so difficult? Because for some reason in America, when you travel to America, oh, yeah, you're going to be in trouble. When you travel to England, oh, yeah, you're going to be in trouble. But for some reason, Philippines and Indonesia, the Cambodia, the Myanmar, the Lao, the Thailand, they just can't wrap their head around that. What the hell is going on? And so I'm here to stand here. I'm, I'm sitting here today. Saying to myself, I don't know what nonprofit I'm going to start up. There is a lot of nonprofits in terms of me speaking, me doing this, me doing that. But I think also I'm going to have to educate some of these. I don't know if it's poor, but honestly, I saw another thing. Another guy, he was about 65 years old. He was t- he had his hand wrapped around a student's, um, what is it, a student's, uh, her shoulder. And I'm like, well, grandpas in Thailand won't do that. And I looked, and of course, it was a foreigner. He was about 65 years old, and this girl had her school uniform on, indicating that she was probably 15 to 16 years old. Another instance was a look like a nasty sex tourist. Again, this was all, this happened just yesterday, so a day later. Um, He was about, of course, 50 to 70 years old, and he was going down an escalator with a a child that wasn't even his. And listen, I'm not going to automatically assume, okay, Arsenio, maybe that's uh, his wife's uh, son or something like that. Maybe, maybe. But at the same time, looking at him and the way he was, he looked like he was, you know, look, <laughs> damn, I show you, I, I'd show you a picture, but I won't. You know, well, I didn't take a picture. But guys, this kills me inside. You know what, what, you know, it, does it kill me because I'm treated as an uh, an African uh, Nigerian scammer with Ebola? Does that does that make me even more heated because some of these guys come here, work as teachers, and they solicit all those students into sex slavery? Am I saying all foreign teachers do that? No, no. The ones at international schools, they have to go through extensive backgrounds. There's criminal background checks. There are FBI checks, which I'm doing right now so I could take with me everywhere and send to all these goddamn employers saying, listen, I am not a bad guy. Um, because, uh, you know, the color of my skin, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Guys, just in general, I don't know what else, um, I can do. Um, but honestly, yeah, you would say, Arsenio, well, it's not your, it's not your decision. It's not your, the government should do this. The, the school should do this in terms of, hey, if you see a foreigner and he tries giving you something, run away. (laughs) You know, um, a foreigner of any color, of any, of anything, of any, if you see a foreigner and he comes to you and he says, hello, how are you? I remember one of my employees, not employees, uh, the girl that I work with, she told me last year she went to a place called Patia, which is very, very infamous. And one of the girls that I actually teach from Chula Longkon, she told me that when she went to Patia, you see a lot of older men with children. And she went to a place called Cartoon Network, cost about $40 to get in and whatnot, and which is completely irrelevant. But I'm just trying to paint this picture. But yeah, she said she was with her little niece, or yeah, she was with her niece. And then a guy from the Middle East went up to her, and not to her, not to my coworker, but she went. He went up to the girl, and he's like, "Hello, how are you?" 
And then next thing you know, she hurry up and looked at her, uh, she hurry up and looked at her niece and said, okay, come with me. Guys, it's just breeding grounds for this. I mean, there's got to be a way. And if there's something I could develop with someone else who is of power here in Thailand, I will do it. Maybe because, you know, as my podcast begins to grow and grow and grow, there are some Humanity Plus workers here. Uh, Prayan Lumberg, she is an actor, actress, and model. Uh, she actually did a TEDx. If I could get into her realm and send her a message and say, listen, you don't know me. I'm a podcaster, this and that. I would love to create an organization to educate these young Thai students who don't speak English, but educate them at the same time that stay away from these types of people, don't get in cars and this and that, because they don't teach this in school. And honestly, man, I just want people to be protected. This is just out of the good decency of my heart. That's why it's a nonprofit. And so I will be starting up the Arsenio Buck Foundation. That is my oath. Um, and this is going to be, of course, to speak in not, on, not only what's going on here and whatnot, but speak it to some of those ravaged-ass cities out there in America, uh, going to play, probably places in Africa, saying, you know what, you guys, I don't know, I don't give a damn what tribe you're from, but y'all need to stop killing each other. Oh, I'm going to be just going out there, going on rants, kicking people's asses, you know what I mean? Not, not so much of what E.T., Eric Thomas, is doing, but... Guys, I got to spread the word. There's got to be a way to educate these folks. And you know what? I do want to make shockwaves and, you know, make a ripple effect out there in China, Korea, and Japan saying, hey, guess what? Look at me. Yeah, I'm considered color, but you know what? You guys need to stop putting pictures of black people and freaking monkeys eating bananas hanging from a tree on the covers of your book. That's not good. Got it, Korea? And so next, you know, you got a, a Japanese actor black facing himself trying to say, I'm Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Painted his face black. This type of racial, cultural, social insensitivity. The boy. Oh, my God. It, it, you know, it, it's it's time. It's time. And so this is what I want to do. And this is this isn't all part of my brand. This is just a nice little thing that I really, really want to do. <sighs> I got to bring awareness. I really do. And if I could take down some of these nasty, disgusting fiends that come here and have sex with children, also known as pedophiles, of all cultural backgrounds, I don't give a damn what nationality on, I'm out to take you down. Believe that. Um, and on top of that, protect the children here. I really do want to protect the children because these children did not ask to be put, you know, brought into this chaos. Could you imagine just being like seven years old, walking down the street, next thing you know, you get taken off the street by a van and you're now a sex slave? Is that crazy? And there needs to be a little bit of an awareness. There needs to be an education on this. And that's what I want to bring to the table. So I really wanted to talk about that because, guys, enough is enough. I can't just sit I can't just sit around and just keep seeing this. This is horrendous. This is deplorable on so many different levels. And there's got to be a way to take these guys down. So I really wanted to just talk about this. I'm going to be starting it up sometime this year. Um... If all goes well with this massive project and me start making a lot of residual income, I could put a lot of time into creating this and doing social work and going to different villages and stuff around uh, Thailand, even probably start speaking more Thai so I could bring somewhat of a cultural awareness and say, listen, guys, uh, d not just foreigners, but Thai men too. If you see a man doing this, if you see a man doing that and just take out all these stories and look, you know, look at the pattern of how these men do it. Um, in terms of, you know, abducting children and this and that, because every day, even on the bus here, man, um, you actually, there's a TV on the bus and they put up a bunch of pictures of people who have gone missing for like the past year. And it's a bunch of kids and I'm here to put a stop to that. And there's no way you're going to stop me from putting a stop to that. 
So that's out of just the decency in my heart. I'm a human activist. This stuff's got to stop. And I'll even message Angelina Jolie and we'll do a goddamn documentary on it. As a matter of fact, I'll message her today and see if she even messages me back. Because it's time. It's time to put an end to this. And with that being said, guys, have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. Thanks for tuning back into a pre-recorded podcast. Get ready for some Monday motivation. It's going to be insane. And then another, of course, Gary V podcast tomorrow morning. So, guys, I hope you guys do support, like my page, when I end up debuting it. And hopefully we could just put a stop to all of this going going on around the world. I would love to. So, with that being said... This is your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.